Kaputa's Network. Hi, this is Evan Track with the Freebirds Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is JF. Oh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> I was distracted by I literally just setting up all my little tabs for the show. So I have... <laughs> So I'm opening up all the, uh, the, the the Warhammer rumors and, and news and previews, and I just got kind of caught while looking at the Avatar of Kane again. Oh, man. Oh, boy. But oh, yeah, boy. hi. Hi. And Amy. Hello. And as Jeff alluded to, we have a lot to talk about today. GW is also kind enough to send us copies of the Tau Codex and um, Eldritch Omens as some free uh, promotional items. So we'll take a look at those and... As always, we like to start with hobby stuff, and we're getting close to Depticon, so I bet there's a lot of secret things, but tell us what you can, Amy. Um, so, <clears throat> I, I can't remember if I talked about this last episode, but I've had, like, the most brilliant idea for a uh, Demon Prince of Nurgle. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, and it's just so dumb. And it's going to be great. And, like, I keep being like, ah, this is, like, I, I keep thinking it's not going to be as great as it was in my head, right? Like, I'm like, well, this is not, it's not going to, no, guys, it's going to be really great. It's it's going to be so good. I, I keep I keep sending little pictures <laughs> to Jeff, and I keep being like, too much? And he's like, he's like no. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no point orcs, at which you'll do something. Orcs and Nurgle. Orcs and Nurgle mm. do not adhere to the less is more uh, <laughs> no, theory not. at all. Um, so yeah, I got that. I finally decided because I've I built all my little uh, my little elf planes, and hey. I finally decided that the color scheme I wanted to do was definitely not going to work at the scale mm. at which those planes are, which is fine. And I did I didn't know that going in that it was very likely that it wasn't going to work. Um, yeah. And that's fine. So I've picked something else. So at some point, when my airbrush needle shows up, uh, uh -oh. you know, we'll get some paint on those. It was an ordeal. I, I somehow managed to drop it down the bathroom sink. Like I, mm. I don't even. It just right down the drain. I. Oh, you weren't able to get it back. No. Oh, it just disappeared. No. I thought you bent it, like which is what usually happens to me. But yours is just gone. Just gone. Just gone. I wasn't even thinking. I'd loosen the nut, and I turned it over to dump water out of it, and yeah. it just. It just slipped out and like right down the drain, and I was like, oh, no. "What just happened?" I I like to think that in Mansfield right now, uh, deep in the sewers, there's this one rat that's like got he's got the first spear they've ever yeah. had, and he's he's building this kingdom down there. He's getting Skaven ready to start happened. a revolution. This is how Skaven's happen. Yeah, yeah. If I hadn't been working on paid painting at the time, <laughs> I would have been less stressed out about it. Yeah. Um. But I, I got it done. I got a new needle on order. Everything's fine. Uh, so yeah, and I'm I'm you know team tournament. I have a lot of ancillaries to do. Yes, you do. <laughs> they're great. There's like everything you've done so far that you've shown me has been incredible. Like 
I, I can't wait for that team tournament because of how ridiculous it is. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. We've done stupid things, and I'm very excited about it. I like, it. I have a few friends who, to whom I've shown one piece or other, and they all go, oh, that's crazy. It's like, that is one you know, of yeah, You don't know. You're not seeing the whole equally. picture. We haven't seen the whole picture. Everything no. is dumb. Yeah, uh, I, I so you sh- Back last time I was supposed to do NerdCon, you showed me you know, a small picture of what, what you were working on. <clears throat> and I know it's evolved since then. And it was ridiculous back then. So I can only imagine it's gotten more ridiculous and I cannot wait to see it. It's, it's... Yeah. Our mental health is not doing great. And so it shows. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, I'm not going to say that we capitalized very well on the extra time we've had. Between no, we super Epcot. didn't though. <laughs> oh, no, tr- we did not. I talked to you guys about every two, three weeks. I know you did not. But no, 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 no. <laughs> not even a little. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, the moment Gabe's workshop went. So yeah, these are orcs on squigs. Like, fine. Next six <laughs> months mean, are actually wasted. You'll remember. You'll remember that um, when they canceled the 2020 Adepticon, I said, "Well, I'm already behind for yeah. the next Adepticon." Yeah. This this stands true. This has not changed. I am nothing if not consistent. <laughs> How about you, JF? Um, a bunch of secret things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I will. Okay. So I've finished one of my big dumb things, um, which is great. I can't talk about it, <laughs> but it, it's one I'm very happy to have. Um, it's a, as a hobbyist, as a Warhammer 40,000 enthusiast it is one of those things that you... It's on the bingo card. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that you feel like, oh yeah, like it, I, I'll never get to do that, and if I do, what a moment in my hobbying career it will have been. Um, but I can't talk about it. But it's it's done and it's great. Uh, well, it's great. I mean, I'm I'm happy with it. Like it's, it's super dope. It's great. It's okay to have done it. Great. What I can talk about without going into too too much detail, like I don't want to reveal what I'm doing. But for for another Adepticon project, a really stupid one, I had to learn how to paint plaid. And I did my first tester, and a few things came out of this. First of all, painting plaid is kind of fun. Yeah. It's not not hard because as you go along, at least following the technique that I followed – you kind of auto-correct mistakes that you make. You're also, you're painting it on flatter surfaces than, say, a cloak or tabard mm. or yeah. blanket. Which, which is, I mean, that's that's a double-edged sword. Because if hey, I'm painting, yeah. say, on a tabard, like, the folds are forgiving. Like, they'll that's hide fair. mistakes. Sure. But they also make it more difficult to get, like, the straight lines that you want. So it kind of balances itself out. Um, but yeah, no, in, in the end, like it's, it's, it's a very meditative thing to do. It's a, it's, thank God, it's a bit faster than I thought it would be. Um, <laughs> especially for large surfaces. It's, but it, it's, it's a lot of fun and I'm, I'm eager to see how I can adapt it to different usages. Uh, yeah. so, but that's apart from that, I've been, I've been painting some vehicles for a thing and, <laughs> being angry uh, about how I'm going to transport other things and 
making doing science with expanding with uh with expanding foam uh so mm -hmm. i'm gonna have some <laughs> stories i think like once once this team tournament and adepticon friendly is over with like i'm i'm gonna have i'm gonna be able to talk about three years of hobby that i've kept <laughs> under wraps it's gonna be like i honestly i think i'm just gonna request an entire show just so i can oh yeah talk. <laughs> We'll, we'll, and I mean, this is going to be the most skipped show of 40k radio. And we're already talking about like, oh, so you know what we should do next year? <laughs> <laughs> we, no, we're no, not we're, done yet. We I'm haven't even gotten am, there. I'm taking a break next year. Yeah, I thought you're taking a year off. Although well, for the team tournament. Oh yes, yes. the friendly. Yeah, yes, yes, but yes, I mean, yes. there's like other stuff going on. Very it's true. Like, very true. The Friendly has been doing, like, 80s, 90s movies for a while now um, as their theme. And we're always Team Pink because go Team Pink. Go Team Pink. And <laughs> I like I was walking around today. and uh, Brian, Jeff, you're listening. <laughs> if, if ever you guys do Pretty in Pink, I am going <laughs> to be on that theme, like, white on rice. So hard. Mm. It's... Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that's the thing. That's the problem. Like, whenever I'm painting hardcore and I'm not writing, like my my imagination needs to go somewhere. Yep. It's usually like, well, what kind of dumb army can I do now? Right, right. And the got... hobby equivalent of shower thoughts. Like, yeah. you're yeah, just yeah. doing your thing, and you're like, oh, I've got my dumb Necron idea. So dumb. <laughs> well you okay you know you have you have your dumb necron you have your dumb mechanicum idea i've got my my dumb um what do you call it? stormcast internal idea and then we've got some team tournament stuff we want to do even though i want i don't want a team tournament anymore i just want to make team tournament armies <laughs> that's what we need we need like four ringers to just play there the go, game just play. and we'll just do it <laughs> do you think do you think they uh, they'd get mad if we would just put in some standees so we could go do some <laughs> other things uh, uh, what about you matt what have yeah, you been doing? Say, yeah matt. I've been continuing to work on my Adeptus Titanicus stuff for Adepticon. Um, like I said last time, I didn't get in the friendly, so no pressure on that side of it. Um, it's My desk is kind of a mess because I'm like, I feel like painting some weapons today. And then, oh, I'll highlight this left leg today. You know, just so it's mm -hmm. sort of all over the place, but <clears throat> taking a while. But I like it that way rather than trying to just finish one. But I'm getting pretty close to... Um, Decals and weathering, which is like the last step. Except I ordered resin bases for all my titans, so I have to wait for those to show up. <laughs> oh, and nameplates, because I figured why not. Yes. And now I'm trying to find banners to hang between in their crotches, which well, they're out there, so maybe oh, yeah. those two. I got I got the pleasure of painting my first uh, of building, and I will soon be painting my first piece of a of a Nedepticus Titanic uh, Titanicus uh, head. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they, I like you know they they the models I found uh, lend themselves to being painted and put together afterwards, right? Because there's so much. Yeah. Stuff. Well, I mean, if you're gonna do it like me and, and be very meticulous and waste way too much time, but um, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I uh, listen. I, I, I have picture... stories about subassemblies. <laughs> oh, yeah. I sent a <laughs> picture to JF the other day because like a lot of hobby stuff comes across my various timelines. And it was someone had used one of the Titanicus knights, 
and oh, they that. made it into a grot mech. Yes. And I was like, now I want to well, just do that. Yeah, I just well, every like everything else is terrible, and this is the only thing that matters. Because I those tiny knights, man, they're they're real good because they are very small and adorable. So dumb. I want that game to be better, bigger, bigger, better. I don't know what the I, word is. But, I, you know, yeah, yeah, we're gonna, know, we're going to talk but, about Games Workshop business practices for a little bit. But one of the things I want to remind everyone, Games Workshop leaves money on the table on the regular. Yeah. And All the time. I think. I think it was yesterday um, I saw a tweet by someone. He just posted this amazing image of a, like this painting of a Tau supremacy armor kind of like walking out of a Tau hangar and just saying just, – just really echoing my feelings, saying Games Workshop is not very business savvy by not including these things mm. into the game, that or Eldars or Orcs or any of the – any of the Xenos – except for like all they're doing is that 30k thing like so many people would buy these things like they they have access to our wallet by just expanding that game I, it's, you know, it's such a yeah. shame i i mean i it, it's gonna happen right like although i thought it, I, I, was, I was always with the opinion that it was going to happen then i saw the the warhound standing slightly upright more with different arms this <laughs> yeah yeah anyway (laughs) um so uh like i said gw was kind enough to send us all copies of the tau codex and jf being our tau player what do you think compared to the last codex um exciting (laughs) i like the games workshop like even for the 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 battle forge competitive match play stuff really lean into more of the thematic aspect of some of these these things like i'm not going to start reciting rules because i i don't have the codex with me and b that is boring but i will say that they have fixed a few things they've gone back to what the tau were meant to be i think we've already talked a bit about this in the past but when we're talking about the um, the railgun, the railgun when it first came out, when I first started Tau, when it were released back in third edition, was the only weapon of its kind. The idea of a strength ten, which was the max that you could get at that point, AP one, which was unthinkable at that time. Yeah, that was and seventy two inch range. That was crazy. That was insane at the time. And through creep, through changes, through a diluting of the team, the theme for Tau, eventually there were so many other weapons in other armies, even armies that aren't necessarily reputed for being the big gun guys. Um, the, the, the Tau railgun, that iconic weapon, became nothing. And they, they've done that a lot with everything in the army. They brought back in the a way of like um, – some some of the, the the CPs you can pour, you can, you can spend to do something like that jumping back and forth with battle suits that you used to be able to do. They removed the rule where everybody can Overwatch all the time and support each other to kind of re- bring back the idea of bringing back the the crew. Mm. They've made the crew you can play an entirely crew army which by making awesome. the shaper its HQ, which is just so good. 
I mean, it opens the doors for uh, future things with with that army. The, the the stealth suits are are fun because they. One of the things that was kind of a bother in Ninth Edition is that you couldn't get you couldn't get more than a plus one or a minus one on modifiers, which meant that you couldn't really stack some of the stealth bonuses from say like a, a stealth drone and the stealth suit itself. Yeah. So you it, they felt a little. Not weak, but considering so many other models can get like, oh, I have a chameleon cloak or some other garbage. You, everything could be as stealth as a stealth right. suit, which again, like this was one of the things about the stealth suits that was great was how they felt stealthy. Um, they brought this back by giving them uh, some some different rules, especially for the. Um, I think it's for the, the stealth drones that you get with ghost kills. Now you can't uh, at a, an, over a certain range. You can't. You just can't target them if there's an available target. Yeah. Uh, so it's all these things that bring back the. I was gonna say the survivability of the stealth suits, bringing back the crew and bring, putting a bit of a spotlight on them. All of these things brought together really makes the Tau feel more like the Tau. They feel weaker in close combat as they should. Their guns, even on your standard Fire Warrior, feel more powerful because now they, they've got some AP, they've got better strength. Uh, I think they've got better range. Like Everything's kind of improved. So they went back to what makes a Tau army a Tau army. And and that that to me is I don't want to say it's exciting like I didn't run out and take out all my towel and go to a local comic book shop not comic book shop but game shop to play a game, uh, mostly because it was closed, uh, but also because I don't have time. But it made me look again again with the image of that supremacy armor. I mean, I did send a message to Amy saying, "Would it be crazy if I got one?" <laughs> not at all. Adepticon. It is a fantastic uh, model. It's a fantastic model, and I do kind of want to get back into my Tau. I want, like, I have this really cool, uh, bright, hot pink stealth army that I couldn't play because yeah, um, it, was, it was never. I never really had the, the 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 energy to finish painting it because I knew I would put it on the table just to get absolutely destroyed. Because stealth suits and ghost kills needed synergy with other things, like they couldn't function independently so much as they kind of do now. Um, so yeah, there's, I, I think they managed to emphasize the thematic of the Tau while also giving them a good rules balancing. Yeah. And I think, you know, they streamlined a lot of things that were a little cumbersome or say off kilter before, right? Cause market lights before where it was one, you, you cared if you had one and then if you had five, right? Otherwise it, nothing in between really mattered. And now it's just the way they changed them. So they just, um, they let you uh, add plus one to your hit roll and you lose when you choose at them and then you lose one marker light off the unit. I think that's way more streamlined, makes more sense than trying to keep track of a little chart. And uh, I like the way they work now too, where they're in action because that, yes, that, that allows pathfinders to be better because they can still move and do the action. Right. Um, I'd have to check, but I remember that certain things cannot move and do the action, and certain things can. Yeah, Pathfinders, uh, they, they're one of the few things that can do it, right? So it gives them that extra utility because that you might be looking for. Pathfinders and drones. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, have that. and drones aren't as weird as they were before, right? Where you they were their own squad, now they're just part of the squad. And um, 
which is nice. Yeah, and one of the things that's, that was kind of, I don't know, cool for Tau players because you could do all sorts of shenanigans was that once you deployed a, a drone, it wasn't part of the unit. So it could just go do a bunch of dumb, dumb stupid things right. all over the map. Now that's no longer the case. Uh, they're, they're part of the unit as they were in, in earlier editions. In the codex itself, all the drones, even the weird corner case drones for special characters, they're all in their own little sections, their own little rules, very easy to access. It's 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 just a better codex. Yeah, Those I've pages been... are great. Like the 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 drone pages, it's like because I mean I'm I'm I have passing familiarity with Tau, and that's about it, right? So, like, yeah, I I had no idea there were so many. So many. Drones. Oh, yeah. There's so many drones. Well, I mean, like Pathfinders come with like three extra drones that are not the gun drones. Then you've got just Shadow Sun has her own two specific drones. Um, Ghost Kills have their own special stealth drone. The uh, the Riptide has a missile shield drone. Like, there's just so many. There's a ton. And the great thing about those pages, too, is that they have pictures for all the yeah. drones so that you can you know, keep track of what what is what and who is where. I've been um, having some battle reports playing in the background while I've been painting for the new Tau. And, uh, you know, I like that battle suits are, are more badass now, right? They're actually kind of hard to get rid of, which they should be because they're, they're supposed to be these sort of technological marvels. Mm -hmm. Like the whole being able to shoot in close combat. Oh, that's crazy. That's it so makes cool. it makes the decision of all right, do I want to be in melee with those guys that have those melter weapons and plasma rifles, <laughs> or exactly. do I want to maybe like skirt around and do something else? Like any anything that will make commanders and players have to make decisions yeah. instead of just following a script makes me enjoy the game more and uh lots of good steps in there they have um you know ones that encourage you to take crute and the vespid auxiliaries um or at least gives them a benefit if you take them so um which i thought was nice too pushing more towards that using the auxiliaries that the tau may have it mm -hmm. does bother me that there's a tau sept called tau sept <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like what it confused me for so long i was like wait wait what Okay, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so you're playing Tau, huh? Which sept? Tau. No, I know you're playing Tau. No, I know you're, yeah. Third base. Hilarity <laughs> And And it's weird because, like, Shadow Sun, which is, like, obviously the, 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 the stealth special character is in the Tau sept, which isn't necessarily geared specifically towards... Um, to, towards stealthy things, so that's yeah. kind of an annoying, too, like... I mean, it's not a perfect codex, but it's no. a, a vast improvement, especially if you're someone that enjoys uh, enjoys yeah, the theme of Tau. It doesn't have quite everything that we'd put on the old wish list back in speculation yeah. days, but but they did all right. Here's here's what I think is going to happen for a few of those things. I like one of my big disappointments was that we still have those really dumb resin. Um, crude things like the crude mm. hound, the crude ox rider, like all this yeah. is still resin, it's still dumb. Here's my hope, and again, like optimism, blah blah blah, is we're gonna get a kill team supplement 
and oh, one of the kill man. teams is just going to be Crudes. Oh, that'd be awesome. And in there, there's going to be, all right, well, you've got like three Crude Hounds and two Crude Ox Rider or just one Crude Ox Rider, and those are going to be their own kits after. Yeah, especially with, with the, you know, scaling up we've seen, they do, they the old models feel a little small too, so it'd be nice to see like a big, yeah. you know, Crude Ox and some more threatening looking Crude Hounds. Yeah, it's, and I, I, I feel that that is one of the benefits of of kill team in general and we're going to see it when we talk about the previews is that it allows them to bring in things that are harder like when you when you can't bring it out with a codex how do you bring it out otherwise and it it looks like that's the right like that that's the permission they're giving themselves with that yeah exactly and i think you know like you said kill team's a great way to to do these small new releases right just for one Mm -hmm. or two units um crusade rules great as always i think they oh, yeah. continue to hit hit them out of the park with the crusade rules and the codexes it's like playing age of empires but we <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's um, so good so overall i think uh you know a, a very well needed update to the tau um and overall you know as usual not a perfect codex but definitely a, a good one and Games Workshop was also, like I said, kind enough to send us Eldritch Omens. Um, you know, I think they've previewed the Eldar side of that to death. Um, so for the Chaos side, I, I took a look at the the Chosen Sprues, and and they're pretty nice. They're not, um, you know, definitely needed an, another kit that needed an update. Um, yeah, I think we're all, we're all disappointed that there weren't some uh, Corn Berserkers or Noise Marines in there, but you know. Um, oh yeah, we'll get I've, there. It keeps, we'll get, we'll get keeps there. me up at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not for JF, but um, still a good screw overall, and uh, you know, a good starter kit, especially if you have somebody that you want to split with, or these are your two armies, sort of like um, Shadow Throne for for JF. This could be a good one for you. Yeah. So I like that they leaned oh. into the like demon engine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the warp that gave me like a little ones. hope for the future. Yeah, like, oh, I, I can't help but notice that that's very demon engine focused. Yeah, that'd, I think that'd like be said, all right. Like you said before, there's a lot of uh, ground they can cover with the demon engines to yeah, make yeah. that a more compelling army to play, right? Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, we, we so we've already been spoiled that after Tau is Tyranids, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Um but I'm surprised that it wasn't chaos with the with the box that they came out. Yeah, but. I mean the other thing is like we know that they have been they've been facing you know delays oh, yeah, with sure. everything, and so like maybe it was. Yep, and you for know? whatever reason, and, like, yeah. We're like we're just gonna roll and uh, we're gonna do the best we can. I'm, can I I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I don't think they were going to do chaos. I think they chaos is definitely something that's coming very soon. I, I don't want to say it's going to be after the Tyranids because I think Chaos is going to maybe, maybe here's the thing. I think Chaos is going to get an average release, but I think we're going to get some new Chaos adjacent thing. Yeah, um, I love Noise Marines. It might be something else, but I don't think like I don't think Chaos and Chaos Demons is the only thing that we're getting. No, I think I no I. Oh, I agree, especially with as popular as Death Guard is and as good as Death Guard is as its own self-contained army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I definitely think Emperor's Children or like literally any of them just like. I, I think the two the two um, forerunners would be Emperor's Children and uh, World Eaters. Yeah. And I, you know what, like, I'm not going to play either of them, but I would love to see what comes out of that. Because your, your Emperor's Children is where you're going to get, that's where you're going to get your Berserkers. Uh, and that's something that new Berserkers would be great to see, considering what they've done with other aggressive melee uh, units recently. Or like literally any of the any of the corn models from Age of Sigmar. Yeah, right. Like yeah. <laughs> any of those, and you and then you look at forty k corn berserkers, and you go, hmm, <laughs> cool. Oh, the best thing is. I mean, that model. That model's been month. old. Yeah. 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 Because because it's weird because part of me wants a big Tyranid release, but okay because. They're probably not going to have two big releases back to back. So now we're having a somewhat big um, Eldar release. I mean, we'll talk about some of the few, some of the few things that they are putting out. And it's 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 one of the big ones. Like it's not like a full sister battle thing, but like there's a few things. So I would love to see a huge Tyranid release, but we've talked about we've talked about it before uh, how it's not exactly necessary. I mean, the definition of big, you know what I mean? Like, it could still, it could only be a few things and still be a big release. You know what I mean? Like, I think, well, you know, it's not for, necessarily model count based. For, what what for I'm, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about the, 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 the number of models of, of yeah, kits sure. as the size of it. Like, it can be impactful, but small. Yeah. I mean, for Tyranids, I, I think I liked, you know, what we kind of hope for over Tau is just getting those couple kits that are out of that are in resin right now out of resin. Right. Mm -hmm. And cause uh, I think, you know, you're right. I, they don't need to redo a lot of the big monsters, Carnifexes, uh, hive tyrants, you know, all those Dimicarans, what, uh, not Dimicarans, the, um, Tyranifexes and stuff like they all come with a lot of bits in there. Right. So you can kind of do whatever you want with the kits, which are really mm -hmm. nice. But those, those few resin kits that are left and, um, you know, I think like rippers, like m making the forge world ripper swarms into actual, like, plastic things would be cool more like the nerglings rather than like the put a, a little bit what they did with the um the scarabs yeah exactly yeah. right rather than, yeah we'll give you one on each sprue and just stick some on a base so they look really weird um and uh, i mean as always right just a big monster would be nice yeah but that's the thing like they don't need that much to be an that's, impact yeah it's kit. not it doesn't need to be a big release it needs it needs to be big in, in its impressiveness but not big in model count Exactly. So yeah. if we have this as a spacer and then we go back to chaos, mm -hmm. then we can we can maybe hope for a larger chaos release. I'm betting at since at LVO they did the um, Sigmar roadmap, right? I, I assume we'll get the 40k one at Adepticon. Um, speaking of which, we had an LVO preview. Mm hmm. Yes, I stayed up and watched it live. <laughs> I like an idiot. Yeah, I, oh, you I did, did too. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I, I woke I, up in the morning, picked up my phone, and uh, looked at the pictures. Looked at the pictures. Well, my cat yelled at me to, that she wanted breakfast. It was just very good. I I basically told like uh, a few of my friends, hey, I'm going to be up, and uh, we could like watch this together. Yeah, so, so you were, you were like, <laughs> hey, so uh, if you're up, um. 
there's like a 50-50 chance I'll be in the Discord. And I was like, all right, there's like a zero chance I will, but... <laughs> Yeah, Phil had said he'd be there, and he wasn't. It's was like, oh. but it's fine. I uh, I got some painting done while I listened to Eddie and and Wade, who um, had no problem talking despite lungs and stuff. So I'm glad yeah, to see good. him being so healthy. Yeah, definitely. And it was it was it was a good time. I was uh-huh. very tired the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we um did get to see some cool stuff coming up you know we got of course they revealed the actual uh first thing was the avatar new avatar for eldari which just makes my wallet cry yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's real pretty it it is fantastic um and impressively big and as we had mentioned before jeff they of course provide us with an unhelmeted head option which just leads deeper into the Nyari theory. Well, I I don't think Yanari Avatar of Kane works thematically. No, it, the I, I, the only thing that, that's the one thing that looked weird to me was the unhelmeted head for uh, the Avatar. I, I think it's just unhelmeted to be cool. I don't think yeah, it's yeah, to yeah. be Yanari because the Yanari have their own thing. Like they have an Avatar of Yanari. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's that's where they go. What I would like to see eventually is an avatar of Sigurash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we get an, another updated Phoenix Lord with Magan Ra, who is uh, really Hot. working the, really working the glutes and quads there. Mm. But Dick, still it's awesome. Dickity. He looks like Reaper from uh <laughs> from Overwatch. Yeah. yeah. But he's angry. like he's the um he's the death jester, but like from hot topic like <laughs> yeah the death got, ju- the death just was like hey check out this split and he's like oh you want to see a split you want to see a split come on now <laughs> he, he he's looks real awesome. good i like him a lot we got a little bit of a preview for his rose he didn't show his stat line but um you know he's got the the can't take more than sort of like gasgold he's got can't take more than three wounds per phase so i assume mm-hmm. he's got at least seven because that'd be weird if it was like four wounds like oh great <laughs> <laughs> um and then we get to roll into uh, a new battle box for Age of Sigmar, the Arena of Shades. Wait, did, did, did we really go around everything for the Eldar? Well, I was just doing the LVO preview. I was going to go back to that. Oh. We can just do it all at once. No, 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 no. You know, let's let's keep going because I'm, I'm. I mean, uh, we're going to hit more of it in like yeah. two seconds. It's cool. okay. Good. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, that's that's a different excited. game. That's a different game. Um. So nice. <laughs> uh, looks like we'll get um, Soul Blight and Garza Kane coming back soon as as the next two or close updated armies. Which uh, I really like the Garza Kane army. I just don't want to paint that many <laughs> with that much exposed body. Um, it's a lot. We finally get Cabanda for the Horus Heresy, which yay! Um, Great. Let's get that. And if, okay, so kill team. We finally get. <laughs> What I think one of the things Jeff was waiting for, Eldar Corsairs, <laughs> and oh my oh, gosh, man. with the kill team box and the amount of parts you get in those, typically, uh, this is going to be another dangerous. Uh, okay, so they did, <laughs> they did the entire Eldar thing, and all I could do, like uh, Eldric Omen, his Mogan Ra with his Moganator, and he's got his boys with the skulls, and like they put out all this stuff, and 
I was completely under control. I would nod <laughs> knowingly, swirled my scotch into my in my glass, take a sip and go, this is nice for the Aldar players, of which I do not consider myself part of, but it's mm-hmm. nice for them. And then they pull out the Corsairs and I am mm, toss my tumbler to the ground and just scream and squirt because none of it was for me. Until those guys. I know. But it's Kill now, Team. It's okay. It's just like a different game. It's oh, fine. It's, it's you can have a Kill Team. You know that's absolutely I know. It's, it's, I and then know. it's not I how that works you can, at all. You can start with Kill Team. Then when they release the and box separately, you can do a whole okay. thing. Immediately when I saw these guys, before going to bed at 2 a.m., <laughs> I <laughs> dragged myself <laughs> to my Eldrick uh, Omen box, opened it, and went to see, all right... Which one of these Eldars has heads that can be used for Yanari? Because <laughs> I'm going to make myself some Yanari Corsairs. And I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now I'm, I'm back in because I have Eldars. I, I have them. They're really good. Like the they are one nice. that's painted at Depticon, like, dude, they're really nice and they got a good thematic. They're fun to paint. But I don't have like a troop choice for them. But now there's these new guardians and. Uh, <laughs> It's Anyways, so yeah, so those corsairs look <laughs> dope, man. Yeah, and, and actually, in this week they, um, or end of last week, showed us the entire kill team, right? Because we only get to see one model on the preview, but then they, yeah. they showed the entire thing. And oh boy! So the the best thing about this, I mean, because they all look amazing. So the best thing about this is Jeff found it and sent it to me, and it, it's delightful. Is somebody on Twitter did a whole. Uh, a whole thread of like why these dudes became corsairs and so like the one that was like important is it's it's the dude with the two daggers and he's got the full face mask on and and he's got like the cross daggers in front of him and it's i bet this guy's deal is that he acts incredibly mysterious and dark and his terrible secret is that he became a corsair after on year 124 of the path of the pastry (laughs) chef his teacher described his shoe as passable if a little insipid. And it's just, it's an entire thread that goes through, like, all of them. It's Not all so of them, good. Like, a lot of them. And it's just so funny. I do love the idea of a path of the pastry, Chef. Oh. That's I mean, fantastic. I mean, they, hey, there's a path for everything, right? That's the way it's supposed to be. So it's got to be one. But, but that's the thing. Like, pirates in 40K is something that... I have been contemplating We've for talked. a while. There, we, we, have have a, we have a Google Doc. Yes, we, and have, we have a Google Doc about this. So. They are ever present in the lore, but very rarely present in miniature form. And now here they are. And man, like another thing I checked very quickly is like, oh, is is that other, like that Eldar dude that's a Corsair? Is, is he still resident? Like, well, he is. So I'll either yeah. convert him or maybe later there'll be a plastic dude. It's just, it's just so good. <laughs> they got, yeah, they got a, a warlock in there. They got, looks like somebody's carrying like a, a handheld sort of star cannon thing, um, which is a, a star so rifle. Cool. A star it's rifle. It's yeah. so good. Very cool. All these models are fantastic, and uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what extra bits you get with these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I'm sure they, you know, they said. Um, or they alluded to that Corsairs was an, uh, an entry in the Eldar Codex. So mm-hmm. I assume it will be sort of like the, like the other kill team boxes, right? Here's, you can make this particular squad or here's a bunch of just 
you can just make Corsairs. Yeah, you can go, oops, all cool guys, or... Which is uh, such a problem. Always <laughs> go, oops, all cool guys. <laughs> um, and we also get the uh, next expansion for Necromunda is going to be Ash Waste, which is going to be just kind of Mad Max, I guess. Which is I, cool. Am I am I out of line, Amy, in saying that you went from I don't care to slowly warming up to it? I don't even like I didn't I didn't know how to feel, right? Yeah. Like I was like, okay, because my concern was like here was where my worry started, um, because last kill team, right? It was kill team and it was great, and then they added commanders. Okay, mm-hmm. and then they add or elites, and then commanders, and then like, and I didn't want that to happen to Necromunda, right? Like, I didn't yeah. want it to be like, oh, but what if, but all right, well, now it's just oops, all cars, and and there you go. Um, but I think I'm back in. What was it we talked about? A train? Right? That's the thing. Like, <laughs> if you, we here's about? here's my theory. If you look at there's two things. If you look at the images, like this, the, the, the sort of animation that they put, like it's mostly still frames of illustrations, but there's like a train convoy, like a road train thing going on, which is already kind of neat. But in one of the illustrations, someone noticed that there's a piece of that train in the illustration that looks like one of the rumor engines that we got very recently, meaning that what they illustrated is probably a model. Yeah. Which means that we may be getting a train in yeah. 40k, and that is ridiculous, and I love it. I because it's great yeah. scenery. Yeah, and, and especially I think... after seeing like the the last Warcry box with the sluice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, which has bonkers rules to it. Um, in in addition to looking amazing, uh, so yeah. I'm I'm now I'm now back on board tentatively. But that's the thing, like we don't know what Ash Waste is gonna be. How is no. it gonna be played? Like, do you get like two vehicles that are shooting at each other, or is there a like a map and one people one player has a convoy and the other player has ambushers? Like how the, does this work? Oh, we talked about um didn't we talk about like I forget what we called them. The what were the people that live out in the wastes that we talked about? And I can't think of. The, I think that was what got me back on board. Uh, seeing the little mounts from the illustrations. Because, oh, that's what it was. Because apparently they were apparently they were hinting at this ash waste expansion a ridiculous amount of time in the past. I, I can't remember, but like something like what three years? Like they had yeah. illustrations and they presented some yeah, concept yeah, yeah. sketch. The, the, con- the concept art, right? That's what and, it was. Yeah, and and it's not just this isn't just something that um that that we speculate was for Ashways. Like it it says it says it. it mm. This is for Necromunda Ashways. <laughs> Apparently, they showed some sketches and never went back to it until now. I think the nice thing about Necromunda too is is there, you know, when you pick when you're playing a campaign, you pick the kind of campaign you want to play, right? So if you're not going to see like somebody wouldn't be able to bring, I assume, like a vehicle to your regular, like they're not going to drive around the underhive, right? It's going to have to be an ash waste campaign. And yeah. all right. those things you said, right? Uh, you know, 
trying to to rob a train or defending a train, you know, or an outpost or something. Those are all I could see those all being scenarios in the book too, right? Like, you know, okay, you're you're robbing a train, you know, you've gotten on the train, set up eight Zomar Talus tiles in a row. You're on the train. Yeah. Right. Um it'll be interesting to see, right? Because the last time we had this sort of vehicular combat focused thing with miniatures was Gorka Morka. So is it going to be like that? You know, only, only time will tell. Cause they, they showed some concept art, a little trailer and like, we don't even know what's in the box. They said, expect some of the miniatures you see in the trail or expect miniatures and some of the mo- things you saw in the trailer. I do like that. It says like, scrap together your vehicle from the waste. Oh yeah. Conversion a plenty. Well, but I, I think, I think like making that part of it is also, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you captured this thing. So now you've got uh, this gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe they'll just do like a, also they could just do like a Necromunda, you know, here's, here's a bunch of bits, make a vehicle, which would be cool. Let's look at this a little bit more long term. Okay. If we want, like, if you'll allow me a dumb JF theory. Don't we always? <laughs> You're very patient. So here's the thing: like, we don't necessarily know that much about what goes on out of uh, out of the main hive on Necromunda. Right. And it could be a lot of things. It could be a lot of things where they bring back some cool things from the past. One of those cool things is a little game called Gorka Morka. And which was all about vehicles and buggies this is where we got the buggies for the orcs. Right. So what if there are orcs in those wastes and we start seeing orc bands? But wait, that's not the crazy part because <laughs> that would be, all right, bring orcs. I mean, these are people putting together vehicles and like basically looting stuff. It's very orky. But there was an exp- expansion to um, to Gorkamorka, which was called Diganobs. I was gonna say, as long as I'm okay with that, as long as I get two things: Diganobs and a Grot Revolution. Grot Revolution happens every Christmas, Matt. I know, I know. <laughs> but I still want the the Grots on the the parasails with with wheels. But anyway, sure. Yes, dig I, you, dig I, I, I'm not gonna say no to Grots. <laughs> but for those who don't know what Diganobs are, Diganobs <laughs> are humans who recognize the um, wartime superiority of orcs and try to emulate them. So they paint themselves green, they build stupid machines, and they try to ha- to adopt the orc culture to disastrous results. And it is <laughs> awesome, and I would love if Games Workshop were to put Digga Knobs in Necromunda. Oh. Thank you. Thanks for coming to my tent. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Um Imagine though, like they put out Diganobs, the, the the squad players would explode. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like Ed, it basically the, the the joke would be anything but squads. Yeah. <laughs> Games Workshop will put out anything but yeah. squads yeah. at that point. <laughs> Did you ever see somebody who's asking uh Rick Rick Prusy about why there or maybe it was Jervis why there was no squads in second edition? And they're just like it was a shit army. Like, I don't know what to tell you, kid. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
we'll keep an eye out for Ash Waits. Ash Waste. I'm sure that might be one of the sort of the summer releases, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And we may see more uh, next month at Adepticon. Um, so that was pretty much it for the the LVO preview. We did get to see uh, an upcoming uh, Warhammer Plus series, which is supposed to be a little darker and more mature, um, focusing on a, a recently inducted Inquisitor. Um, I am woefully behind on Warhammer Plus content, so can't speak much to that. I am a little behind myself. I need to just sit down and catch up. Because it's not like there's much. The problem is that I don't watch anything. I just put stuff on in the background, and that is not stuff I'm going to put on in the background. Yeah. I like, would like actually like to watch it. So, yeah, I got to do that. Okay, okay, guys, guys, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, on a whim, for, yeah. for fun... Uh-huh. I just, I went to uh, the Gork Gorkamorka in- entry on Wikipedia. <laughs> and okay. Love it. In the gameplay section, second paragraph, I quote: "The gameplay is similar to Necromunda." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. I mean, go on. Anyway, there are. I didn't mean to interrupt. I believe there are even just. I don't know if they're fan. I, I assume they're fan created, but like orc warband rules for Necromunda, so you could just easily, whether it's oh, in yeah. the game or not, just do it, right? Yeah. Um, Look, they, they, they wouldn't give me spirals. Not yet. Oh, not yet. Like I'm still mad about that. Listen, we've started up in the base level of the Underhive. We're going outside. We're gonna come back to the spire in the end. We're gonna finish on time. Maybe. I've had that one model in my I've had that one model in my Forge World cart for like six months. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, um, I've had models in my uh, in, in my uh, Forge World cart that have been in print, gone out of print, come back into print. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, they like to email me about it every day, and the fun thing about the Forge World email is the like visit your cart or check out now or whatever the button says. It like is shiny. Like it shines, like it has a little animation. <laughs> I'm like, you guys, you're trying to, you want it too bad. Just sit down. I got to get my little airplanes this Friday, though. Mm. And see what my Forge World card just fills up to, I get the email. And I'm like, what am I doing? And what am I doing? Stuff, take oh, some stuff God. out, then it goes back in later, and or someone else goes in. Mm, um, so we. window shopping. <laughs> exactly. Except, you know, usually you walk away from the store and you're done. They don't send you a daily reminder. <laughs> They're not like, hey, hey, I saw you looking at that thing. <laughs> um, we have been getting a lot of Eldar previews, which, um, you know, we won't go over them in, in great detail. You know, just kind of seeing what their weapons are going to look like, what their rules are going to look like. Um, looks like Harlequins will be included in the Codex. You'll be able to take... Uh, a patrol detachment of Harlequins uh, with the army. That's right. That's kind I'm of kind of confused if that means we're just not getting a Harlequin code. I, I don't. I don't think we need it. Is where but I, I we're at. want it. I, I know. I I want new Harlequin stuff too because that's one of my f- favorite armies I have. But I could. I see would it. love new stuff, but I I like not paying fifty dollars for ten data sheets. <laughs> My yeah, well, my preference my, is is that it's in it's in this book now, right? 
And then maybe a year later, when they really lean into like the whole Yanari side of it, it's like a Yanari, and then here's some new Harlequin stuff. Here's you know some new other stuff. My my hope, and I I, I think. Amy disagrees a little bit, but I mean, time will tell. Is that we're seeing it released like this in the Harlequins being a chapter of the craft world Eldars, if you will. And later, when they get a bigger release, add another five data sheets, then we'll get, instead of getting a Codex Harlequin, we would get a Codex Supplement. Harlequin. Yeah, sure. But yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, so I mean, if if that's if that's the way it goes, like, great, because that just means we'll get more fun stuff, and maybe in that more fun stuff, we'll get a big model, and it'll be the Avatar Sagarash, and mm-hmm. then I will have no choice legally <laughs> but to make a Harlequin <laughs> army. Yeah. Um. So as one of the previews, they showed us showed what they did with the Harlequin weapons, which I was kind of disappointed in. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, so with the close combat weapons, right? They all have the same stat line now. Plus, yep. plus two strength, minus two AP, minus, uh, or all two damage. Um, and then you have strategies that you do different things, right? And being a Harlequin player from previous codexes, they all they all sort of fill a different role, right? You could get that higher strength immunity with one of them. You could get you know better AP or more damage um, on models, depending on which one you took. So now they're just kind of, here's what you got, and you can use one of your Harlequin squads, because you're going to have a whole army of Harlequins, right? Can use this one stratagem during the combat phase to make their thing special. Yeah. Which is a little disappointing, um, but I, you know, I understand they're trying to, like with everything, trying to cut down on the number of different weapon profiles you have and stuff, but, um, and I mean, it was such a thing where I'd be like, you know, I put together the army back in 7th edition where you, you know, wanted to mix them all up. So all the games have been, listen, this one has this, doesn't matter what they look like, that's what they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. All of mine are like, I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah. They're, it's what it says on this paper. These don't guys even, have this. <laughs> don't these, even worry about it. These two guys have this gun. They'll be the last to die. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. But I just, I, I mean, maybe it'll change if they do like the codex element like we were talking about, but something that I... That's the only thing I found disappointing with the Eldar stuff we've seen so far. So if they can keep it to that, I think I'm okay. And you'd be doing all right. Um, did we see any other Eldar stuff? Oh, they, oh, they show the the Avatar's new rules, which are crazy as they should be for the living embodiment of a god. Um, I do like how they're like, yeah, you can do 56 damage if you roll really well. Yeah, like oh, here's some uh, some million dollar winning in Vegas. Type yeah, thing. Like, right. you need to yeah, right? you need to roll Yahtzee twice in a row, and you'll take down a, a Titan in one blow. Listen, I mean, I, I mean but still, I've rolled real like I've rolled as poorly as possible with those <laughs> yeah. odds. So the other so must exist, right? It stands to reason. Somewhere, um, <laughs> yeah, somewhere there's the anti me who rolls actually sixes, like six sixes instead. Yeah, I mean nature is balance. Yeah, which is which was um funny that they even had to like they could have just said if you roll on on a, a little higher than average you'll take out a, a um like a knight which 
you will. Well, they had to escalate. But, yeah, they need. They're like, no. Okay, can they take out a titan in one turn? Okay, let's let's put that. Technically, math wise, yes. Technically, you could. <laughs> um, but you know, he he um much better than the previous rules, right? He he has all damage coming in. Still has a four plus invul, which is nice. And um, his wailing doom is sufficiently badass. And he finally he moves a little further, which he was kind of slow before. So. He's going to be kind of a big model, too, which is very interesting. Yeah, he's... Um... Like he, he's physiognomically about the same size as a Void Dragon, but otherwise a little smaller than a Greater Demon of Slanesh. Yeah. I, I made a chart. <laughs> yeah, it looks like from the, the Photoshop. From the pictures they, they show, right, he stands uh, to the top of his head, anyway, just about as tall as a, uh, a Trigon. Is that the right name for it i don't remember or the malwalk right the the big snaky thing stand on his tail um so pretty big which is great as he should be I right mean, i love a good centerpiece model yep exactly. mm-hmm. i'm not gonna complain and and now you don't have to rely on wraith lords for that but i mean you can have both. oh oh i will have a avatar flanked by two uh Two Wraith Knights. Don't don't, yes. don't get me wrong. Mm. Um, <laughs> one of them being a Harlequin Wraith Knight, but we'll skip that for now. Um, I have two Harlequin Wraith Knights. Ooh, very nice. Mm. They're they're cool. See, because that I mean that's the flip side, right? Like these new rules means oh now I can play my old style Harlequin army again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Codex. My my uh, my wallet's not looking forward to it, but. Um, hopefully I get a tax check. Um, Your wallet will be fine. It's not as if Games Workshop is increasing prices. Ooh, yes. Let's pivot to the hot topic of today. That's not briefly. We're not going yeah. to hammer on it. I mean, long. prices went up on some stuff. No, they know. haven't gone up. They are. They are going, going to go up, up uh, next month. Um, and they told us ahead. Yep. They yeah, let us so, know. And... Like, if you absolutely need things and you don't want to pay extra, do it now. And luckily, hobby supplies aren't going up, right? Paints and stuff like that. And most of the start collectings and that yeah. sort of thing. And and on, like we don't know. They said prices were going up. We don't have that magical list that always seems to appear yet. You know, but they said kind of some stuff like bubble teams are going up. What twenty bucks or something like or from. 35 to 45 or 30 to 40, 40, whatever, 45, whatever they are. But some stuff like space marine intercessors are going up a dollar, right? So yeah, a pound, a pound. I'm uh, sorry. Yes. A pound. So a dollar 73. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't yes. mean to be nitpicky about it. I just want to make, because people are very, no, very, very, true, very true. agitated. So I want to be precise. And, and luckily some of the people or markets that seem to have, Always had higher prices like Australia. Luckily, their prices aren't going up this time around, which is good, which is good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it happens. It's happening to everything. Um, everything. Not, you know, this isn't just Games Workshop. So um, I saw I did see someone say I thought it was Warhammer for everyone. I was like, yeah, dog, that just means you can't be like racist. <laughs> like yeah, It doesn't right. mean it doesn't mean that everyone should be able to afford it. It is not a cheap hobby. Like, but, it's but, and it's going to be the same thing, right? People are going to, as always, complain about it, but still buy it. So, okay. 
that's that's the thing. Like there there's like there's a lot of little details about that. Yeah. Like one of the things that was interesting is when I saw the price increase, like the breakdown of it, it made perfect sense for how the markets are right now. Yep. Like one of the things that's going up the most is printed codexes and books because the printing industry is like took a huge hit in the past three or four months yeah my my own book was almost delayed because uh we we dodged the bullet on the, the paper shortage by the way there was a paper shortage at the end of last year for those yeah. who may not know um which had huge consequences yeah. like th- there's this. also there's also a lot of stuff with um with brexit where percentages of their stuff have to be done domestically yeah. and all of their printing was done in china and if they can't do that anymore then it's gonna cost more. Yeah, but I, I think I think at the end of the day, it's gonna cost more than it used to, but it's gonna break down about even because containers from China went up skyrocketed. Yeah, like I was gonna three say too is, like, is just the the simple cost of shipping something because the demand for shipment and you know ports being like, oh, you want this? How about more money? So. Yeah. And trucking yeah, companies and, you know, it's... Yeah, because ports are, can accept, oh, like, half the boats that they could unload yeah. in the past. Like, everything's going up. And, like, Amy Amy mentioned it to me. Like, some people were like, well, resin didn't go up. It absolutely... 3D printing 100%. didn't go up. No, oh, yeah. it did. It <laughs> super 100%. did. Like, I think it went up, what some guy said, like, it went up $7 per liter of liquid resin. Like, that's not negligible. Yeah. Especially how much liquid resin you waste on supports. Yeah. 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 And it's it's just like before the holidays, like in November and December, like Simon Schuster had to stockpile paper just to be able to meet their deadlines. There's some big publishers in Europe that just canceled some releases. Like it is not a great time for books. <laughs> so like everything that they said they would do, like it, it, it made sense as far as what they're rising in prices. And but the best take I saw so far is like we're we're the same community that will, in one breath, say, man, I have too many models to paint. How will I ever get through it all? And then immediately turn around, Games Workshop, why am I paying $1.75 more for my plastic dudes, man? The, like, the, the, the most... solution is take a break for a couple of months, yeah, save up some up. money, and finish, catch up. I mean, ho- like like you guys said, hobby supplies didn't go up, so he, I think he's, there's a message there. He's not in, in the local store anymore, but at a previous store, the the biggest, the gentleman who complained the most bought one of everything. Every right? every time. Yeah. Absolutely. Didn't matter that what it was. Universal. 40K, I'll, I'll just take, just put me down for one of everything. Yep. Every store. And I mean, these are the same. I told JF this this morning, right? Like these people that are complaining about the price going up. No, no. Like, do I love it? No. Um, but the, these people that are complaining about the price, right, are the same people who, if like, let's pretend that uh, let's pretend that prices don't go up, and instead GW just takes the hit to their profits. So then they don't meet their quarterly earnings, and these same people are going, "Look at this, GW is dying." <laughs> Like, yeah, like they could not win, and so I like that they're just getting it out of the way. Yeah, but you know we don't want to linger on this any longer than we already have. But Mm-mm. if you're if you're not noticing that prices are going up, then I hope your mom does good grocery shopping. Um, <laughs> in other news, of course, with LVO came a a big tournament, and we get a nice little pie chart. This pie chart 
This pie chart blows my mind. All right. Now, I like numbers. I like to know the numbers. This is fun. They had 768 players in round one. That's awesome. And they gave us a faction breakdown, which they've broken down <laughs> in the weirdest way. Right. I mean, I know why they've done it, but they're like trying to make it seem more balanced than it is. Yeah. So like, all right. So they've split Imperial and Space Marines. They have not subdivided Imperial any more than they already have. Uh, but that that Imperial and Space Marines is 49% of the field. Yeah, and, and I bet you, let's see, 243 Imperial, I bet 235 were Sisters of Battle. Um, maybe. Uh, but we'll never know. Right, we'll I mean, I, that's what I'm saying, we'll never know, but that's sort of the hot and uh, catch-all Imperial army right now. So uh, then we've got 15% chaos, which that's understandable. We don't have a codex yet, so you're not going to take that to your big tournament. And, and Death Guard is great, sure, but, you know, it's only so much. Um, so we've split the hive mind, which that I, I'm fine putting those two together because that makes sense to me. Uh, the Eldari, they put all those together at the bottom here at 10%. And then Xenos, Town Necrons, yep. and Orcs for 14% <laughs> of the tournament. Yeah. But this is the thing. Y'all. This- the chart has been cut in a way to make it look like, hey, I mean, sure, there's a bit of a bias towards Space Marine and Imperials, but it's kind of balanced. And yes, I mean, it's 19% Space Marines, 15% Chaos. That's practically the same. Right? They're so close. But Chaos includes demons and However, the Chaos Space Marine Codex and all I that. do like, what I do like is that there is one Space Marine army in the top eight. And they're great knights. Yes, that I, I appreciated the the top eight, especially seeing the the latest Tyrions, the Crusher Stampede, make it through. I thought it was very fun that 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 made it through to the to the top eight. Yeah. Of and a um, couple of Adeptus Custodes in there, um, which was neat. And oh, sorry, two Tyrions. Uh, one of oh, well, that's right. One of them was Crusher Stampede. The other one was just sort of regular. Tyranids, which was nice to see uh, just regular Tyranids make it. A couple Drukhari and then the, the lone Grey Knights player who uh, on the back of their newer codex has got a good amount of punch to him. But all those regular Space Marines, which were dominating the end of 8th edition, just, just didn't make it. Couldn't cut it. Now, I... 155 Space Marine players. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going <sighs> to... Uh... I'm going to say something that may be viewed as making fun of someone, but I'm not. I mean, I'm just really trying to do this in good humor, but I'm amused that one of the dudes is called John Lennon, but he's Very playing good. a war game. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Uh, it's so good. I mean, he must be good. He was a finalist last year, so. He's uh, he's one of the, uh, I think he's one of the the Art of War guys, which they do. They're like yeah. the professional 40K guys. Um, but, yeah. Um, good tournament turnouts. You know, I think a lot of people were surprised to see Mechanicus win, but the gentleman who was playing is a, obviously a very good 40K player. They did player. really well at one of the Opens, too, didn't they? Yeah, and I wasn't, think. Wasn't it like Admech and Sisters? At one of the opens, yeah. That, like, and if you look dominated. at the, if you look at the, his army list and sort of read the article a little bit, he just he built a very well balanced army list that could 
you know, do what it had to, depending on whether you're I mean, and that's how you, shoot, that's so. how you got to do it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's what I love. You can't right? be a one trick because if you face that army <laughs> that, uh, that counters your trick, uh, there's not a lot you can do about it. And, and in these tournaments, like you can't, if you want to be first, mm-hmm. you can't afford a catastrophic loss. Right. Like if you right. get you a can loss, lose, it needs to be marginal. Maybe. But at yeah, worse. exactly. It's, I, I like this top eight. It's, it's, it's got a lot of variety, not only in the types of army, but also in the dates. Like the Drukhari Codex is one of the older ones for this edition. Yeah. It shows up twice. Um, it's, I'm not angry at what I'm seeing. Like no. compared to what we've seen in previous tournaments where it was like uh, uh, this top eight would have been seven Eldars at some point with one dark Eldar because yeah. someone got mixed up. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Well, and, and you know, if again, looking back at, at eighth edition, right, it was at the end of eighth edition, it was all that one space screen army, right? Yeah. Cookie, pretty much cookie cutter with slight variations here and there. You know, seven out of your top eight was that. Like yeah. and now it's it's a nice nice spread between a you know at least a couple different armies and even with those armies like the Tyranids it's two two different types of Tyranid armies too right so um, right it's not the it's not the net deck this is the good army exactly and uh, shortly after Games Workshop released a uh, their ba- uh, balanced Balance. data slate for updating some FAQs. Um, and, and some small tweaks here and there uh, to the Dark Eldar, Drukhari, um, you know, moving some things out of core and and moving a couple things around. So, um, Am I the only one who's super glad and impressed this is a single page? I mean, that was the idea. Yeah. Like, that, that was the goal. And, like, they had points in the last one only because they were far from putting out the chapter approved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? And that was the only reason they put out numbers. Uh, like, cause they straight up said, like, it's not going to be like that. Um, so yeah, no, like this is the plan. It's not, you know, sweeping changes are for codexes. Um, yeah. It's just some simple, balanced. easy quarterly updates. And um, of course, FAQs where you get to see the ridiculous questions that people think uh, work in the game. I so like the ones that are big, long, ridiculous questions, and they're just like, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, because they're they're usually things like, what what if I take this character and get this aura that would make like this other unit invincible and make me win the game automatically? Can I do that? Like, no, of course you can't. <laughs> One of the, they had one of those this time. Kind of it was um, for the Adeptus Sororitas, right? If you put Dominions in a Rhino, it gets a free six-inch oh, yeah. move before the game. And somebody's like, "If I put two squads in there, do I get a, a two six-inch moves?" And it, no, no, sorry, no, just no. That's it. End of end of statement. Yeah, no. Yeah, I um, I wish at some point they would just answer like. Ask your question out loud and listen to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just listen to what you're saying. Um, you know that they shouted this question at an opponent in a game store. Yeah, right. There was there was definitely a fight that went okay. There was I'm a gonna, lot of. I'm pointing. gonna go to the I'm gonna go to the Facebook page. I'm gonna ask it there. There was a lot of pointing. It's because yeah. I've I've had these opponents that mm-hmm. ask a stupid question. They want to break the game and. 
they're going to go to the judge and they're going to get angry at the judge and they're going to pull out three books to try to prove their point. Meanwhile, you're just standing there waiting for someone to beat common sense into them. And the game is ruined at that point because, of yeah. course, they're going to get a no and they're going to be sour about it and take and, it out I on mean, him. That's, well, and, and, right, people talk about how wordy the rules are because yeah. they are. Yeah, for but stuff they like have this. to. The, <laughs> these are the people that that is for, right? Like, I like that now they give you the little like, here's the rule. Okay, now let me tell you exactly what this means, since you're going to very willfully yeah. like, not understand it. When when you read the original paragraph, like the full paragraph for a rule before the bullet, you can almost see the point where you should stop sigh and then keep going it's like how when there's a sign like when you see a ridiculous like safety sign and it's just absolute nonsense and you have to remember that that sign is there for a reason it's yeah, that. like don't don't feed snickers to the alligators by hand like why would they say that that sounds very specific well it's because at well. some point douglas we all know him <laughs> Came in with a bag of Snickers and some ambitions to make a friend. <laughs> and, and, you know, with especially now where they're doing the bullet-pointed rules, you can just see, you know, when they started working with um, some of the out, newer outside guys to, to help with the rules, they're like, listen, I, I mean, I know it makes sense when you read it, but you, you got to do bullet points. Like, nobody's going to pay attention yeah. unless you do bullet points. Um, so that was our first first quarterly balanced data slate and um you know if they can keep it kind of short like that i think it'll be great you know i expect once new codex has come out there you know we'll see a little bit more uh, like i expect the next one will have you know tau in there and, and uh eldari depending on when that comes out but um i think despite the complaining we heard before i think it's a good thing to have quarterly yeah especially yeah. with the... and i like that it's that you know you know about when it's coming yeah and with with the you know tournament scene more people going to to in life tournaments and, and the big events coming back. Um, I think the quarterly is definitely needed. And they've officially partnered with ITC, which is very cool because there was a lot of crossover between the eighth, ninth edition mission rules and what ITC was doing. So I think you know it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, hopefully they can convince ITC that more terrain needs to go on the board. Um, yep. <laughs> But there's three pieces of terrain on the board. That's all you need, right? Time. Yeah. I mean, they're all four inches long and, and six, three inches high. But it's, I, I've played in some really weird tournaments in the past. Was, <laughs> which I think we all I have, sense right? sense resentment. The story where too many people show up and they're like, oh, we don't have enough terrain. Well, just just spread it out. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, There's a lot of stuff, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, catching up. We got a, a preview. Lots of stuff going on. I'm sure we'll see more of the Eldar previews um, in the upcoming weeks, but um, not really sure what we'll start seeing now. Besides that, you know, there's been some war cry stuff. We're getting a little bit of more of the filler games, um, uh, including the, the little weird Warhound guy. Uh, we can just skip over that. We can talk about that. <laughs> um, Someone somewhere super happy about that. And I'm glad for that. Oh yeah. It, I just, I think, you know, I just like all of us, I want to see different, Different, or at least even just give me like a cool chaos mutation kit for titanians um yeah they show great converted models that people like do with green stuff and other bits but give me give me a kit um 
So we don't we don't really I mean we know Eldar's next and uh hopefully we'll find out what's coming after that at Adeptcon, but for now we don't really have too much of an idea. Oh, I bet like because we just recorded this tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. oh yeah. Oh, there would be huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Tomorrow they're announcing squats. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So um I before we finish the show, I just want to I just want to mention that there was some point where I got really mad at you two for cutting me off until I realized I was muted. Oh Jesus! <laughs> it's like why are they cutting me off? Those jerks are so mean. We are. <laughs> we're the worst. All right, guys, head out there, pick up your your kits if you must before the price goes up. Don't worry, it won't be that bad. Um, and let us know. Uh, what you're no, doing. pick up your codexes. This this is yeah, where that's the, the big, big thing, one, right? Really. Yeah. If Actually, you're late on codexes, like make it happen. I got a couple of Titanicus books I need to pick up. Um, anyway, this is Waterworld. Paper is really right? precious. <laughs> <laughs> this is the ash waste. Yes. Head over to our Facebook. We'll post things on there when we can. Uh, you know, a lot of secrecy going on around Adepticon especially for Amy and JF, but oh boy, you better check that page after Adepticon's over. Or during Adepticon. Like, there's yeah, a good chance better. that I'm going to be wandering around and taking a lot of dumb pictures. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you're working on. Share your secret Adepticon projects with us. We won't tell. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio part of the free buddhist network you can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the free buddhist forum please check out the other podcasts on the free buddhist network until next time remember that in the grim darkness of the far future there is only war and cookies <laughs>